Hello and welcome to another episode of Confessions of a Wee Timorous Bushy. This is your host, Menion, also known as Rob. So in this episode, I intend to keep things quite short. Uh, we'll just take some uh, call-ins that I've had since the beginning of the new year and leave it at that, I think. Uh, today, um, I went out and uh, my daughter's back actually down from Tokyo. So we took her out for dinner as it's the coming-of-age ceremony in Kyoto and many other parts of Japan tomorrow. So, um, yeah, I've got a couple of games. I had a Warhammer Fantasy role-playing uh, game last night, and uh, that was great. Maybe I'll talk about that soon. And also an Advanced Dungeons & Dragons tonight, if all goes well. So um, I'll probably give recaps on that at another date. Anyway, without much more ado, let's get straight into those calls. So as often is the case, we've got some great call-ins. First one up is from Jason of Nerds RPG Variety Cast. Hey Rob, Jason here. Really enjoyed your New Year's ramble. As far as the Japanese Self-Defense Force, yeah, it's definitely a, a, a local issue. Of course, you know that since 1991, they've been deployed all over the world in humanitarian and anti-terrorism activities. And in what, 2014, 2015, they revised the, the wording to allow them to act in collective self-defense of other nations, which, which they believe is in accordance to the UN, which overrides national, national law. I know there were some rumblings about that in Japan, but I believe that's how they justify the offensive capabilities. Of course, we really know where all that money goes to, and that's the Mazer cannons for the anti-megalosaurus force to use against Godzilla and other kaijus. Well, you're quite right in that the Japanese Self-Defense Force was sent out to the peacekeeping operations in Iraq. But in actual fact, I think they were in charge of, um, I guess, uh, sorting out, I don't know, deactivating bombs and, and so, so on and so forth, mines and things like this. But they came under fire. And I think after that, for that one incident, they were more or less behind a wall of uh, British or Canadian troops in order that they wouldn't be shot because that would have um, that would have caused a huge uh, problem back home um, and demands for them to be recalled. So, yeah, I'm not so sure about um, whether the United Nations overrides public opinion in Japan. I think uh, there are there are many people who would be uh, very upset if uh, people started coming back in in body bags um, Luckily, for enough, they that has not been the case, but um, yeah, it, it's it's very difficult for Japan to get involved uh, beyond its borders. Although the the Liberal Democrats, who are in fact um, conservative nationalists, have been um, very uh, very much involved in trying to push them. Um, push them as this kind of like international force and, and have them sent overseas in order to, well, uh, change the laws, change people's perceptions uh, and, uh, of course, you know, drum up patriotism uh, without people being killed. So, um, but the last comment, yeah, about Godzilla, you could be right. Um, I know you're a little bit concerned about adding that comment, but I think it's nice, you know, it just brings it, brings the tone down a little bit and, because you know we're here to to have a bit of a chat and and not get too serious all the time. 
And next up we have Colin of Spike Pit Podcast. Hey Rob, you bought me a nice slice of Japanese nature this morning, so I'm returning the favour out in the front garden, coppicing a little bit of hazel to bring on some new growth and supply fuel for my outdoor cooking once the timber's dry. Um, I, I tend to cut all my own fuel and uh, this is how I do it. So that's a little slice of spike pit culture. I was listening to your episode, really interested in Japanese culture. I, I actually looked at flexible interiors when I was at college doing furniture design and I was going to call in and talk about tatami mats and shoji and, and ask you some questions but lo and behold you actually talked about them so cheers for that um, have a great new year mate and really thought provoking episode thanks Colin I really appreciate your call in there um, it's been nice to hear your voice again on, on various people's uh, podcasts as well as uh, the new episodes that you've been putting out so yeah, shoji and all that stuff, you know, the tatami mats. Um, it's, um, you know, some of the older houses, you know, you can find it in many rooms. In most people's like modern houses or apartments, you'll find that maybe just one room has those those features. But uh, it's nice and I find it really cosy. And, uh, and as you say, yeah, I did you say flexible housing or something to that effect? I find it, yeah, it opens, we can open up the space and then we've got a larger feeling living room. We can close it to keep the, the warm air in one space. And, and uh, it's nice and cosy. And after so many years living here, it's nice to be able to sit down on the floor on the tatami mats um, with the right cushions and, and supports for your back and uh, just chill out. So uh, anyway... It's nice to hear a little bit about the, um, the spike pit culture as well. And one reason I think I do that, um, and one reason I do the whole podcast really, is because describing things is an important part of the game, but it's also important for me to just keep on using uh, English. Obviously, um, on the podcast, we're dealing just with uh, audio, right? So it's necessary to describe things and make more of an effort to describe issues. Um and get away from that that uh, habit, particularly a habit that I have of of abbreviating things. Um, so, yeah, very much appreciate the call in and uh, looking forward to uh, more episodes from you, sir. And also getting down some to some games with um, your brother, um, because uh, recently I've not been able to join the uh, second edition that we're both in. Anyway, cheers, man. Bye bye. Okay, so next up is Joe Richter of. Hey, Minion. So I don't know if you watched the live action Cowboy Bebop on Netflix or not, but there's a part in it that super cracked me up because it was just like, yep, that's 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 what I do. And one of the characters, Faye Valentine's, talks about the shower bath shower. And the, the other two dudes don't know what the hell she's talking about. And she's like, yeah, you shower, you get cleaned off, then you take a bath, soak in the tub, then you get out. And shower off again to, you know, rinse off the residue, man. And, like, that's how I've sort of done baths for a long, long, long time. And just to hear someone talk about it on a TV show cracked me up. And now to hear, you know, you talking about how that's kind of how it's done over there in Japan as well. Just it, it made me really smile. So, anyway, dude, hope you have a nice bath. Peace out. Thanks, Joe. Yeah, I've not really had the chance to uh, see that um 
series. And one reason, obviously, is that I'm I'm not. Is it Netflix? I'm not um, on any of those things. Another one is that since winter set in, yeah, we just uh, don't use the living room much. So I don't use the TV, which means the TV just doesn't get used. We don't watch anything. I just listen to podcasts, to be honest. Um, but yeah, it's funny to hear that you're you also uh, have your baths like that. It's uh, yeah, I suppose it seems kind of a, a a long way round to do it or or overly fussy to many people. But it, it's actually uh, a nice little routine um, to go through. So um, yeah, shower bath shower. You know, the the last shower just being like a just a, a water shower. Usually not not with the soap. The soap's just the first shower. And no soap in the bath and just a wash off with water finally um what are they gonna say oh, I was trying to track you down over the holidays you know i had hand i had a uh, plenty of time on my hands, so I was hoping to um have a um a Richter interview a joe Richter um special interview but uh, that didn't uh, happen but it it will i'm sure so at some point when I've got time um and we're on compatible um, a compatible uh, wavelength, if that makes any sense. What I mean is, when we're both drinking beer, we should we should record something together. That would be a lot of fun. So um, and maybe talk about a little bit about Pathfinder and uh, uh, and the OSR. Uh, that'd be interesting, wouldn't it? Old games. What is an old game? So yeah, we'll we'll do that at some point. Hopefully, uh, get in touch with me, Joe. Get in touch with me. All right, so next we've got a first-time call, I think, from Brian of Have to Look That Up podcast. Aloha, Rob. Aloha, Menion. This is Brian calling in. My podcast has seemed to have taken a hiatus. Have to look that up. Uh, but just wanted to leave you a quick message. I don't know if I've called in before. First, that I very much enjoy your thoughts on the podcast and particularly your walks uh, out in Kyoto. I love listening to it. Have not been to Japan in a long time and have not been to Kyoto. And since I am now located uh, pretty far south of you, uh, just north of Brisbane, Australia, uh, like che- like with Che, I'm also envious of your uh, cooler winter weather as it's hot and humid. So I definitely enjoy it. I listened to the most recent New Year's Ramble and greatly appreciated it. And it's, uh, it, 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 it gives me a sense of relief from our hot summer. The other feedback was for your RuneQuest episodes. And I'll admit, I listened to the first and stopped before listening to the other two parts of your deep dive. Not because they weren't great. They, they're great. But I got the starter set for my son for Christmas. And thankfully in Australia, Chaosium has a warehouse partner. So I was able to get it well in advance of the day. And he has it now, but we haven't actually broken through all of it to play. So when we do that, I'm going to queue up uh, parts two and three to get myself uh, immersed into the world of RuneQuest and looking forward to it. It's a gorgeous set. So I know we're going to be playing in the uh, first edition a play-by-post game with Jason. So looking forward to that and hope to talk to you soon. Cheers. Oh, great. Thank you so much for calling in, Brian. Yeah, so as Brian said, we've just started a first edition game uh, together as play-by-post. Uh, in addition to the the play-by-post hybrid that I'm playing with uh, 
with many others um, on on the anchor in the anchor community uh, and that's the one run by uh, david down in australia so um yeah i hope you're enjoying life down there yeah obviously the the seasons are reversed which must be a bit odd i've never lived down um in the in the southern hemisphere so i have no idea what that does to your mind but it must be a bit of a bit of a take a little bit of getting used to um our request game on uh, on the other hand is also is taking a well, we had to press pause on it, uh, if I haven't already said, because our Australian player had to move down. Uh, we didn't move down, but he's um, gone back home to Australia from Osaka for a, a few months. So um, that couldn't be avoided. But for the meantime, in the meantime, we're we're just going to return to Greyhawk and first edition AD&D and run something online so that he can join in with us as well. So, um, yeah, great stuff. Thank you so much for the call-in. And um, we'll continue with the RuneQuest at some point, definitely. And I'll probably give my own thoughts on the on the starter set, as well as, well, hopefully get a few interviews with some people involved in uh, creating content for RuneQuest at some point. We'll see. And, of course, because a call-in session isn't really one, unless... Our friend Jason from Nerds RPG Variety Cast both opens and closes it. Here is the man himself, Jason. Take it away. I look forward to the interviews that, that you've promised for 2022. No pressure at all. <laughs> no, I'm kidding with you. Uh, I, I do look forward to your talk with Barney. Um, he invited me for, for that too, for personal reasons that he and I discussed. I'm not actively participating with that. If useful outcomes come out of that. I think that's great. Uh, I My personal opinion on sustainability and RPGs are you need to cut down the number of RPGs, cut down on the print products, and spend less time playing RPGs and spend more time helping people in your community. But that plus the overall... Well, anyway, I, I wish them the, the best of luck if they come out with solutions that are helpful to humanity. So that's where I stand on that. But I like Barney quite a bit, and I want to plug Barney's latest, the Trickster's Net's finally out, so go grab that on itch. Great stuff. You're probably familiar with Trickster's Net. There's actually a great interview over on Roleplay Rescue where Che talked to Barney and Tom about it. Um, but Trickster's Net, you know, involving students, it's a kind of international thing, and it's it's out there, really cool, and I heartily support that 100%. And and hope that that people go out and check that out. So with that and and not commenting at all on Joe Richter's inability to not poop on Gary Gygax, I will let you go. Although I will say I don't I personally don't consider second edition a better version than first edition D&D. Progress is not always well, new editions aren't always progress. But I will say I enjoyed the Alcadim game I played with Carl Rodriguez. And the couple times I was able to play with Barry over Shadow the GM podcast, I enjoyed those games as well. So I did, have not had bad experience with second edition. I just don't think it's better. So thank you to all the callers uh, and to Jason. I didn't, uh, I didn't top off uh, any of or respond to any of Jason's comments there. I just thought I'd leave them standing as is for the time being. But yeah, thank you so much for everybody for uh, sending me in those calls. As I said at the top of the show, I'll probably make up another 
Um, again, probably a shorter episode in the coming week. And it will probably be a recaps episode about the most recent games that I've played in. So, until next time, take care and, uh, well, yeah, give us a call and uh, tell me what you're doing. Bye-bye now. Thank you.